Hey, Redline Radio listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. All right, baby, welcome to the mid-show, post-game show. Bears lose 20-17 to if they're blowing a 10-point lead to the Browns. Uh, the mid-show is presented by Miller Lite. Uh, where do you guys want to start? We... We blew a lead. We blew a lead. Everyone was sucked back in. Things were exciting. We kind of all agreed we're just going to go whichever direction this team takes us. And this is where they took us. So here we are. I'm raising my hand. Yes. You can't see. Um, Okay. I'm going to start here. I think the defense moving forward can be an actual defense. Uh, The last five weeks, we've seen how well they played. Now, granted, there's been Josh Dobbs. 80-year-old Joe Flacco, and not a lot of great mixed into there. However, that defense has played fucking fantastic today. Uh, Today, they also played well. Awesome. That throw that uh, Flacco had on the deep touchdown with like a few minutes left in the game, I'm not even going to really consider that bad defense. That was an absolute perfect throw that I don't think more than a handful of quarterbacks in the league can make. They lost today. I think it's better that they lost, but the defense – Moving forward, I think is an actual something to look forward to in 2024 and, and onward. Especially Chief, with like Jackson gone, he got roasted. But like defense on the up and up. Chief, your hand is raised. You can talk. It's Joe Flacco, and they were missing four starters on the offensive line. Um, and if I'm going to know it's four starters, yeah. And then on the biggest play of the game, it's still tied at 17. They have them third and 15 at midfield, and they have some kind of we're going to outsmart this guy who's 39 years old zone blitz on where they drop a defensive tackle into coverage and bring Brisker and basically bring the house, and they set up the little dump pass that goes and puts them in the easy field goal chip shot range. So, yeah, the defense has looked a lot better with Montez Sweat. I think a lot of the names on there look pretty good. You know, you upgrade the safety spot, you get more development from the tackles you drafted, you add another edge guy opposite of sweat, and you're you're doing something. But this yeah, you're this is the type of game where it's like to me, it's the nail in the coffin for um Getsy and Eberflus. I thought they I thought they lost the game uh for the players today. Yeah, I would healthy, agree with that. Uh, healthy debate. I mean, yeah, I I I don't how much are we getting confused with and listen for a large portion of the game, the defense did play well. And obviously I think we're all in love with Montez sweat. He has been a difference maker in every sense of the word, but healthy debate, Joe Flacco threw for 374 yards, you know, and like the attempts too. my, yeah, I'm sure he threw the ball a shit ton. Uh, how like, you know, Tyreek Stevenson, he's always at the right place, but he can't seem to make a big play. And that's you had, you had stepped out and you missed his big play. Okay, all right. He had, he had an interception. Uh, Bears muffed the punt. They were going in for a score. Uh, he baited Flacco um, and, and had a great interception, returned it probably 30 yards on that play too. Yeah, so, but even at the end though, he got, you know, w- once again, just yep. all over in someone's face. He's like, he's like, it's one of those things where I think, and he he did make that, like you said, I, I had to step out for a second and uh, help Spider with something, but it, it – it, it is a thing where I think it eventually will come. He's just always like so close and it's all that it did hug him in, in some ways, but 
like he's a he's very close to making like many plays, you know. Yeah. So he is a, he is still a rookie. I know he started yeah. 15 games or whatever. Um, but I'd say, yeah, I mean, he leaves something to be desired, but I I I agree that he can get there. Uh he had he he has moments. They have a lot of guys that have moments, but then it's just like they they invent new ways to lose. And, yeah. and you know, and saw that again today. And like that third and 15, like even if you play, you know, kind of a, a shell where you're at the sticks and just like don't give up first down. If you stop them, that's still let's say you stop them after a 12 yard gain. It's still a 50 something yard field goal. Like, yep. what are you gain? Unless you're just trying to be like, we're knocking these guys. We're going to try to get home so they can't take a field goal to beat us. But I don't know. I think you, you you just can't make it a chip shot. You can't give Joe Flacco an easy completion uh, and make it easy on him. Like that play call, I, there are times to be aggressive, and, and Sweat's been getting home. They are they only have one starter on the offensive line that they had like three weeks ago or a month ago or whatever it was. Everybody's injured. Let your front four do their work. That's been they, – they didn't really – it felt like they didn't really blitz a ton today, and they were still getting home, and Sweat was doing well, and, and Edwards got through. I know he's he would have had to have been a blitzer, but they've been generating pressure without – selling out the whole game it's a hell of a spot to to put them i feel like you got to trust your guys a little bit to to do their own assignments and not just be like we have to get a sack here there was a third and 15 third and Someone, 15 yeah. and then that that's what really allowed them to take it down to 30 seconds they would have been kicking a long field goal with over a minute to go with the bears having at least two probably three timeouts yeah, and and Britsker's got to make that play at the end there. Flacco had a nice throw to Mari Cooper, but yeah. he, you got to stop that touchdown. I mean, he he ran it in after like, he had like a 15 yards after the catch, and he was right there. So uh, just got beat, and there were a lot of Bears defenders around, but Brisker was the main guy. So uh, that was Brisker's worst game that he's had in a long time, and I think that I don't he's not I don't want to say earn the right to have a stinker, but he had a little bit of stinker today. That's fine. He's still been pretty fucking awesome all year long, I'd say. I looked at Ryan today. I said, I think this, he's been pretty bad today, but I still think he's dude-ish. He you, you actually said that about Gordon. Was it Gordon? That's who you said that comment to me about in real time. But We were talking just about like, so I'm, I'm beyond this season, obviously. I hope today was the linchpin for the entire fan base. There won't be a graphic moving forward, I would hope. Um, but they do have a few... Like the defense as a whole, like I said, but specifically Brisker, who's been awesome. Uh, Gordon, he was bad today. He got beat. I mean, Eddie Jackson's gone, so fuck him. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, you do got one guy. There's, I like, I, I know I'm I'm the one who's painted Mister Negative, but I think there's like looking forward. There's pieces to really like, and like specifically takeaways from today's game to really like moving forward. I would agree that the roster this year is significantly better than the roster last year. I, 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 the coaching staff has let this team down. That, that really is, was driven home again for me today where you have multiple third and fourth and shorts and they get gimmicky and, you know, multiple and they don't get them. They had play, you know, the play calling was terrible. They couldn't move the ball. They didn't move the pocket really for Justin 
at all uh, for the most part again today. Which yeah, he did a great job of calling a game last week, and then he just completely forgets what he did. Why does he do that? It's uh, like it's so it's either awesome or horrific. I, he's like I don't know if he's overthinking it because he's like, oh, we're playing a much better defense in the Browns rather than the Lions, so we're going to change this, change that, but. Uh, certainly not a good strategy, but yeah, the offense as a whole, I mean, uh, obviously pick six from uh, Edmonds and then Eddie Jackson takes one back to like the one. If it weren't for that, like we could be looking at yeah. the whole game. So offensive efficiency was just not there. It was abysmal. And even that one where Eddie Jackson returned it to the one, it took like three <laughs> bounce penalties to give him a yeah. Yeah. yeah, they a backed foul. themselves up. Oh, they no. had a couple of stupid uh, play calls, and then they had, you know, uh, they got bailed out by kind of a 50-50 pass interference to, like, reset the downs. It's like, these guys absolutely fucking stink. And, you know, and it's like, I I don't know when the, the doom started settling in for you guys, but when Fields did not get, it was, um, he did not get that, that third and one. Um, like it was just a little bit short and then they, then they ran the, uh, that little, they tried to just run a sweep. I think it was to either yeah, Scott right. or Felix Jones. It was like, what do you, it was a bad spot on that. I thought by the official, but then it's like, how do we, how do you come back with that play call? And like, that was borderline feel that might've been like one of their best drives. I feel like they at least moved it 30 yards. They're right there at the edge of field goal range. You pick up that one, and it's just like, but then when you don't get that, you could just kind of start. To, I think I said to you, sitting next to you, Dave, like, uh, here we go. Like that just. Oh, yeah. I, I, we, we both kind of like sensed it at the same time, I think. Yeah. You like kind of muttered it under your breath. You're like, they're blowing this game. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's oh. sweet. Bad, bad play call. Horrible execution. Yeah. Uh, off the edge, went untouched to blow that up. So it's just. Are you talking about the the one where Fields had more wide open? No, 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 no. The the one to Tyler Scott. That, the, the one to the one where, right? That was, but those are the two back to back plays. So they had he more he had more open, but like I don't hate him. He got tripped up and got a yeah. bad spot. Like, it was a good tackle, shoestring shit happens. That's football, right? And if he doesn't get that shoestring, Fields might just run that one in like that. You know, like he had kind of one guy to beat on the edge. Might have, yeah. Uh, you know, so and he definitely picks up. He, I thought he picked up that first down, anyways. He was like right there on that play. He was like a yard short. They they had him a yard and a half short, but I thought it was I thought it was a terrible spot in real time. Uh, I thought that would I thought that would have been an interesting place to challenge too, even if they're like okay, like you didn't get it, but we're instead of being fourth and one and a half, almost two. Now it's fourth and inches. And that, you know, that changes things. Maybe you do the the Justin Fields sneak push, you know, the Philly push. Or the Cole Komet. You know, it would have been the Cole Komet push. And then they wouldn't have got it. But my yeah. the, point, the point remains, like, they – it's just – they find ways to lose, unlike any team. I can – like, they, they, they have – you know, we're here for the stream today, you know, and I was right in front of that Falcons-Panthers game. Like the Bears are, they're better on, they're better football players on the Bears than a lot of the teams with similar records. And, um, but they, they just shoot themselves in the foot way too often. Yeah. You, you I wanna, think it's you like, wanna, sorry, go you ahead. You want to know how you're right right there? Because the Browns are the team that finds the way to lose perpetually. And the Browns won today. 
The Browns oh. have wins with four different starting quarterbacks this year. Yeah, I saw they're going to be one of like eight teams to ever make the playoffs, and they're all from like the 70s, like the Patriots. And yeah, with four different starting quarterbacks, they had some graphic, but I, I don't know. Are you are you guys done on fields yet? Um, I mean, I, I listen, I, I, don't know, I forgot what I was going to say before I before you said something. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it, it, it's especially frustrating because you you felt that way after the during the Vikings game and the Lions game. We're like, what are we going to do here to give these cough these games up? And then, like, it seems like you make strides. You win two in a row, and uh, like we're gonna like things were looking great to win three straight. Actually, have a winning streak for once, and then you go back to your old ways to that first Lions game and. Uh, the Broncos, you know, you just you start coughing it up again. So it's like, it just as a team, they just don't, they don't know how to put it all together, and yeah. and it's especially uh, discouraging because they did it for a couple weeks and then they just reverted back to old habits, old ways. So, see, I don't know that they did like that. That the Lions win that was a clean, well put together win. The Vikings wasn't, you know, but they, yeah, but they still, still they, they finally the win the game. Yeah, and they find a way to lose those games like 10 most of the time, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, well, yeah. and then and it's just like everything else around, you know, like the Packers lost today. So it's like, and the Falcons lost today. So if you're the Chicago Bears, you Vikings lost yesterday. What? Vikings lost yesterday. Vikings lost yesterday. Okay. So if you're the Chicago Bears, you win that game. All of a sudden, you're six and eight. You're not only are you in the graphic, but like you're tied with Atlanta, Green Bay. You're you're just you're a game out with three games to go against you know against Atlanta, Arizona, and then the Packers with it all. Like it was it was it set it was starting to set up for them, and they you know not that they were aware of the scores or anything like that, but it's just like you you could smell like an optimism where things were turning, but this. This one, and it's just the offense was so bad. So that's, I guess, that's like the natural question now is like back to what Dave was saying. You yeah. guys have to be right. You have to be. He threw for a hundred and like fifty yards today, and like fifty of them were on that last play to Tyre Scott. Yeah, I mean, he 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 didn't look great. The offense as a whole didn't look great. Obviously, Getsy's a bag of shit too. So then when we were literally waiting for this because. Like I said last week, we play three top 10 defenses. So I'm sure next week against the Cardinals, I'm sure the offense will look solid. That's and exactly he- my point. Like, what? so he looked like shit today. He had, he had, okay, so two picks, the two picks he were credited with shouldn't have been picks. Two Hail Marys, whatever, like throw, throw those away. It was like four passes that should have been picked. Those are the ones that I I am angry with. And that won't be talked about enough, I don't think. But like, I, really, okay. I don't remember one like that. No, there, the- there, there was four. On the reverse side, Dave, then I I don't are you gonna bring up Robert Tunyon? Absolutely, him? absolutely. That was a that was a good throw that I don't think it would have been a touchdown per se, maybe, but um that was a good throw that was dropped. Absolutely. That's a scoring but, drive that I believe they would have put them in scoring position. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Even if they didn't absolutely. gain another yard, they're getting they're in scoring position. Absolutely, absolutely. They're in field goal range there. It's but like it's I said this last week. I'm like, he looked good today. 
It was he had a pretty good statistical output game, like nothing earth shattering. It was a good, solid game. He moved the ball plenty. I'm like, we're facing a real defense again next week. It's going to be bad. And people are going to be back out. And then they're playing shit like Ed just said. And then they're going to be back. And it's like, what needs to happen for people to be out on Justin Fields as a Chicago Bears starting quarterback moving forward? Yeah, but like the other side of that equation is the the two kids, is is May and Williams. And it's like I, my in on them, like. I, I, huh. I, that's where I just hope that. I mean, you're you're getting one of them for cheap, for very cheap. Um, I mean, Fields is going to be a twenty-one million dollar cap hit next year. No, he's not. What is it? He's he's not going to be twenty-one million. That's that's, that's he's in his fourth year next year. Yeah, I, I keep thinking sure. the fifth. I'm an idiot. However, like it's like I I don't need to see anymore. I don't. I don't. But it's not. Like, I, I get tagged every. You guys get tagged in too. Like, like, oh, are you going to talk about Tunyon's drop? Are you going to talk about those four picks that were dropped? Not you two specifically. It's like the people chirping at me. Totally. I, I don't need to see anymore. I don't need to see anymore personally. But to, to Ryan's point, it's like it, it's not necessarily like how much you like love Fields either. It's how much like when you assess the whole team, is he the best sure. option we could go with? moving forward when it comes mm-hmm. to the whole 53-man roster, if that makes sense, you know? No, so- I, get it. I I understand that. Like, I, I I think you can whittle it down to a yes or no question, though, at this point. I, I have, like, a dream scenario where they hire Harbaugh, they trade that for three number ones, like we said on Thursday, and then Harbaugh goes and hires the quarterback coach from his brother's staff, so he knows the Lamar kind of offense, and you have a system that fits your quarterback and you surround them, you know, maybe get one more offensive lineman, one more weapon. And then you have a game plan that works, um, you know, that's catered towards your guys. I feel like we've still never seen that. And, and Getsy is just not like Getsy. I'm out on Getsy and, and Eberflus for sure. Like I'm out on them. If, if I, I wish I loved Caleb Williams the way that some people do. I just don't. And because that would make it a very easy decision. If there was Andrew Luck at the top of this draft, like we say all the time, then yeah, I'm done with Fields. I just don't think that Caleb Williams and Drake May are slam dunks to be better than Fields. And it's like, to Ed's point, I'd I, if I can build out a great 53 man and get the right coaching staff in, then I feel a lot better. Because even as bad as things have been this year, there are so many games you know, Detroit, Denver today, where if they weren't just totally incompetent, they're they're looking like they're a much better spot in the standings and, and as an organization going forward. But it's like the, the, the coaching staff handicaps them. So that makes the Justin Fields evaluation question borderline impossible. I don't think that it does. I think that you can look at Justin Fields and and see that like he is, he is what he is. He's, yeah, he's not an average quarterback. quarterback. I think he's an average. I think he's an average quarterback. Yeah, and like average is like that's what, than a lot of places. Like I, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say, Dave. Like I think he's average. But, it, okay, and then in the last few weeks, I've been trying to say that like average. You're not like we we know they're not gonna like nail everything around him. So you need him to be the guy, and he's not the guy. 
They've like only a handful of teams in the league consistently like drill it every year until this year. And in the last couple of years, the Patriots, obviously like a small handful of teams do that and have, have the ability to do that. The bears don't, I, I, Justin Fields to me, like I, I, I can't believe that people are still like trying to rationalize the bears ever winning anything of substance with him. Like if you wanted him to be like an average quarterback that like gets you to the playoff, like fine. Like he could probably do that with everything around him. Right. That's not what I think of when I think of a successful franchise quarterback personally. And I don't know that Drake may or Caleb Williams is it. I don't know that they're not it though. I do know that about Justin Fields. I don't know why people shit on me for that, for that take. I think, I think that's a fine, that's a fine take. I like, I can't necessarily be like, no, you're absolutely wrong for that line of thinking i'm just not totally like in lockstep with you on that i understand the flip side of it too though but it's like you have to keep shooting you know you have to wash your hands of, but, of this but, like, mistake and start over again you have to do you think there's something to be said for growth and stability and you know like if he's an average quarterback can he be slightly above average and you know, like, like we said this. No, but hold on. Hold on. Like other hold on. So like you look at Jared Goff, you look at like there's a lot of teams that win a lot of games without having Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback. Like you can be one of those teams. I don't want to be I'm tired of being the fucking, you know, our t-shirt meme, the Browns jersey meme. Like I want I my preference is to stick with a guy. And rather than just like, oh, well, let's just try try another one. Try another I'm one. pretty sure that's everybody's preference. However, you can't at, – it's been 40 games. 40 games he started. 40. I don't know if that's the exact, exact number. It might be 30, but it's a give or take 40-ish games. That is more than enough sample size to see that he is not it. He is not it. He is not it. He's not it. I mean, he had 150 passing, whatever it was. And prior to that, prior to that, it was like 120 with two minutes left. I mean, you can't win in the NFL with that. And it happens way too regularly. I know he's got a lousy coaching staff. I know the offensive line has warts. But I don't think you can win anything ever with Justin Fields as your number one starting quarterback. Make him taste some hill next year. Fine. Awesome. All right, we could uh, we could end on that note. Um, what a loss! And I think I've been out like, I, you don't want to win anymore, right? No, you cannot. You cannot win one. I mean, they're going to though. They're, they're probably going to take two of them, right? But yeah. you, you, it would be bad for them to win the next three games. Yeah, yeah. I mean. We haven't even that. we yeah, haven't even mentioned the money play like that the hail mary oh, yeah I mean it was in his bread basket <laughs> I, it it's like you see the still frame yeah like, it's impossible not to catch that yeah it was tough tough day for Mooney also whiffed on a block too yep um and I, he's probably gone next year I'd say yeah mm-hmm. so. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, I mean, next next week. Well, we'll we're obviously live Tuesday and uh, Thursday this week, but next couple of weeks are Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, so we won't have a show. So uh, enjoy <laughs> your uh, Bears misery post game and with your family, and just just know we're we're three weeks away from yeah, you know, hopefully the end of the Eberflus era. I I think that has to be nailed in now. The way the way that this game ended, that whole staff has to go. I I was even if they had won out, I was advocating for firing him. Now it's just like you you absolutely have to. The coaching staff has cost this team too many games. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, well, I I don't I obviously agree with you. I want to make that clear, but how the defensive played has played, you know. There's always the possibility that this ownership group in front office comes back with, look at the improvements on that defense. Let's find us an offensive guy. Yep. Round and round we go. I want to know what your dads and uncles and everything think about uh, the Bears on Christmas Eve. So send videos, ask them what they think, send videos in, tag me in them. I, I'd like to see that. Just everybody yeah. mad together on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And we'll make that our Christmas episode for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'll specifically edit all those videos together. I will find a way to stitch those videos together and we'll just get all the dads angry uh, talking about the bears. That'll be, your I first. love that idea. Actually. I'm not even kidding. I love that idea. Cause you know that all the dads out there and the dads are right, by the way, the dads are all right. <laughs> dads are right. You yeah. know that, you yeah. know that the dads, the dads out there hate fields. They hate Eberflus. They want to like, listen to the dads. The dads are typically right. Even if they're meathead and they don't know the analytics and all that, their intuition is typically correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, See you guys on Tuesday.